the 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 main thing that that Blue Beetle and Shazam had that the Flash didn't was family and better CGI. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Popcorn Watchlist podcast, where we discuss and celebrate our favorites in TV and film. I am your host, Xavier, and today we're going to go right into the latest and actually first of the new DC movies that are kind of being overseen, um, you know, kind of a weird drama behind it, but, you know, kind of our first taste of uh, some of the, you know, new DC stuff that's trying to associate it with a brand new spin, thanks to... Uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran, but um, I'm really actually really excited to talk about uh, Blue Beetle today. Yeah, uh, I'm here joined again by our my fellow popcorn watchlist panelists. I have here Danny. What's up? We've got Anthony. Hola. And we have Zach. Howdy. Wow. Wow. You really <laughs> had to make it the white kid. No I'm kidding. <laughs> um, great, uh, great, uh, great introduction, gentlemen. But yeah, like I said before, I'm really excited to talk about Blue Beetle. I've actually been looking forward to this a lot, uh, mostly because of uh, I thought the character was always cool um, from not only the comics, but also if you've ever saw Young Justice, that was a really cool way that they kind of introduced that character. But, um, you know, it's we got to say, hey, what's going on with the movie here? And, you know, let's uh, let's see what's up. So, uh, Danny, if you you can do the honors. Go through some of the the kind of factoid breakdowns of what we got going on here. Uh, yeah, for sure. So uh, we'll go through the, some of the cast and uh, director here. But um, in terms of the Blue Beetle himself, you got Zolo. I'm pretty sure that's how you say. Zolo. Uh, I thought it was Zolo Maridueña. I've heard Sholo. Sholo. Yeah. Like Sholo. Sholo Maridueña. Yeah. Dude. Um, I guess it depends on what language you speak. All right, he's from Cobra Kai. Damn. Yeah. And exactly. <laughs> so good in Cobra Kai. Go watch Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> this is a dovetail just, just like to have... Forget Blue Beetle. Watch yeah. <laughs> dovetail the hey, the reason why Blue Beetle's so good is 60% is all Sholo Maridueña because of just the, just the, all him getting his chops um from cobra kai and kind of working with some of the fight sequences but also the a bit of the melodrama which he sells really well so big credit to him uh he's on definitely that. the big big uh like the big draw right yeah to reel you into this uh to this movie so very nice but yeah um you know i think uh people saw a little bit i think that you know some of the other stunt cast not stunt casting would think of it as stunt casting especially considering the character's origins um, him being, um, you know, a uh, descendant of um, Mexican immigrants. So you have like, oh, no, it's like, oh, look, George Lopez is in the movie. So it's just like, <laughs> okay, like, throw the Mexican for Mexican. But classical. I think, yeah, <laughs> El Clasico. But, um, you know, he played like the, the fun, but kind of like eccentric, brilliant uncle. Uh, was it uh, Uncle Rudy? Um, yeah, that was, Rudy. he was a lot of fun. But uh, I was also really surprised to see uh, Damien uh, Alcazar from... I know him from Acapulco, but a lot of people know him from Narcos because um, he's one of the uh, heads of the Cali cartel. 
uh, he he did a really you know really excellent job too. As you know the as Jaime's father, he did a really good job there. Um, but yeah, I'm stealing your thunder, sir. Sorry, no, go ahead. Then we also had um, the voice of the scarab. You had Becky G, which was uh, random. Random. Yeah. <laughs> that threw me. I, that was a little caught me off guard. I was like, what the heck? I was like, but Becky G this whole time, like she was all ro- roboticized, but you know. But like you can kind of then now thinking about it, you kind of tell when the scarab would start speaking to Jaime in Spanish too. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah, why not? But that must have been a fun voiceover session. Yeah, probably. I mean, didn't have that many lines, to be honest. Yeah, it's enough. Just, yeah. just like a here and there, like system online. <laughs> like a reboot. System reboot. This version yeah. of uh, of uh, Jarvis. 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 And, Jarvis. And Friday. And- Wednesday. Except, except, Wednesday. <laughs> except, except it's a part of you, which is a little bit of different, but that was actually pretty out of hand. And um, part one of the villain, I'll say, uh, was uh, in terms of Victoria Cord, you have Susan Sarandon. Yeah, for a second, I thought, like, hey, it's like Susan Sarandon as like the villain, like, oh, okay, like, this is cool, but then it's like, you know, I thought, like, oh, but like, are they, we're gonna like, acknowledged all the stuff about Ted Cord, but yes, they did. So, you know, we'll get to that later. But uh, that was pretty dope. Um, but yeah, like, you know, she it was it was fun seeing her like I don't you don't see her too often being like just a bad guy. So it's more just like, OK, I got to be a bad guy now. So that's why it was kind of jarring because, um, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Speed Racer, like I, I, you know, she's always like a definitely in, in other roles, but not like just a straight up villain. And then for director, we have Angel Manuel Soto. So he he's directed several other uh, movies as well. Um, he was showing eleven movies, but I think this is definitely one of his uh, his first big one. His, his first, first big, uh, big yeah. uh, especially just first superhero, uh, big budget movie. Yeah, that's his first chance uh, to kind of like show off what he can do, and I think uh, I think it's pretty cool. Definitely uh, brought in his own style and. Uh, yeah. Oh know. man. Okay, I have to also talk about. This. I don't know. I think Anthony may be the only person who's seen it, but like um, Harvey Guillang uh, as uh, Doctor Sanchez. <laughs> My God, it's just like Sanchez. Like, <laughs> that whole bit is just like that was poor that, guy. Yeah, poor guy. It's just like. And then, yeah, and then his full name later. Yeah, his full name later. <laughs> on. Like, that, was, that was the full name. I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I was I was sense. waiting for that to come at some point in the movie. Yeah, I was like, wait for the real name. Like, My name is Sanchez. <laughs> a seven or eight part name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just recently announced uh, the director of Blue Beetle. He's gonna be doing a movie with oh, with right. Aquaman uh, and Drax. Yeah, yeah. Batista guys, and yeah. Momoa. That would be interesting. interesting. It's a sea reunion. It's a C reunion. Yeah, the show. Oh yeah, because they're, they're both in it. Right? Oh, they're yeah. both they're in both, it. Yeah. They're both brothers. Yeah. Yeah, they're like yeah antagonistic brothers. I think. I don't know. I haven't seen season three or two. You haven't so. seen it. No, I haven't seen <laughs> it. Okay, season, actually, season two and three are actually pretty good. I, I've I, heard. I only saw season way better. one. Way better than the first. I saw the pilot. and I was like, I don't know if I can get into this. Like, it's too much. I, I trekked through it, but two and three are actually yeah, I could much better. Um, but sidetrack. <laughs> now uh, we digress. Bringing it back. We'll switch over now to some of the budget uh, for DC recently, and which, I pulled everything up here, really which you guys could take a look at. But 
We'll start off with Shazam earlier this year. This is for the DC movies in 2023. In terms of the budget, it was 125 million. Opening weekend was 30 million. And the total box office was 133 million. So just making its budget. Not including marketing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Always just the budget that. alone. Then you got The Flash. Which the budget on this one is insane with 300 million. And it was probably <laughs> even more. Yeah. Yeah. With the marketing, because they marketed, I feel. Um, yeah, that's like end game levels <laughs> of budget, pretty much. And then the opening weekend was 55 million. Oof. And then the total box office was 268. So it didn't even make its 300 million. Was, wasn't there an article today saying that The Flash was going to end up losing? Like three hundred million or something like that. Something crazy. Yeah, yeah. it was. Oof. I don't. Uh, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Super flop. Yeah. And then, well, especially after everyone was touting it to be the best comic book movie ever. Man, they like woke up Stephen King to like. Tom to, like, Cruise. Talk, yeah, to like talk good about the movie, they got Tom Cruise to say something about it. Some, <laughs> He's like, I said words. Some, yeah. Watch some, my movie. Yeah, some yeah. interesting marketing. I get getting other. Directors. Notable people to say stuff about it, but I guess it didn't work out. And then now we're at Blue Beetle, which the budget is the least of the three. All right. Uh, with 104 million. But the opening was also <laughs> the smallest of the three, with 25 million. Mm. Um, and I was just looking with Anthony that it needs 200 million to break even. Did it, did, it launch, just with did, that. It, did it launch in like all markets or was it just the US and like the UK? Because if it gets more of a worldwide release. Released in Latin countries? Maybe. Mm. I'm just saying. In España? Maybe, perhaps? I could take a look. But, uh, <laughs> just saying. I'm sure it opened in like several <clears throat> markets, but. Yeah, I know it's a little low, but I mean, I guess. It's, it's very low. I don't yeah, see it's, why it's it wouldn't low, open up to, the, to, the, to Europe. But I feel like sometimes the Latin markets get it a little time. later. That's true. So. I remember uh, a lot of the times when I would have do summer vacations in Puerto Rico, they would we would get the movies over there like a week or like ten days later. Mm-hmm. And at, around that time, I used to think it was because it took them a while to like standardize the subtitles, mm-hmm. and then they would have mm-hmm. to the, 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 yeah standardize the subtitles for the region, and then you know uh, take it out there. But um, the good thing that well, right now it's. It opened with 25 million, and I think right now it just hit 40 million or close to 40 million. This is only um, this is a little bit after its opening weekend. Yeah. So hey, you know it's during the week. It's not bad. I mean, the only thing that follows it now releasing is Gran Turismo, and just a couple horror movies here and there. So. This is the I easy mean, make it, a horror movie, yeah. and you know get your budget back. So it might grow some legs. Uh, definitely. Hopefully, you know six legs. I mean, <laughs> hopefully not a huge drop off like the Flash did, because after the first week of the Flash, that thing tanked. And maybe with word of mouth, because if you look on Rotten Tomatoes now, the it's audience pretty, pretty score decently. is yeah. currently at ninety-one percent. So people are liking it. The very few people that have watched it, yeah. they're liking it. And even the Rotten Tomato score is seventy-seven percent, which is probably the best of the three no yeah pretty good it is the considering best it's been the best in a while yeah, yeah. considering the past yeah. couple of superhero movies that have come yeah. out so 
Yeah, and again, like I said before, like I was pretty excited to see it for multiple reasons, just because of you know just bring because if you bring in Blue Beetle, because then you you guys remember that uh, James Gunn going down through his whole master list of stuff, he was talking one Booster. of the, the projects he was talking about was Booster Gold. I was like, well, if Booster Gold is around, then you have to know that he hangs around with Ted Cord a lot as that that Blue Beetle before. Jaime actually uses the scarab, so I'm like, okay, like we're starting to get our feet wet in some of that. I don't know, I'm nerding out, but uh, let's get back to the movie on its own. Um, you know, and I think what what separates this one from the others really comes down to like you know a lot of people talk about representation in movies. Sometimes people get a little annoyed about it, but when I think when it's done right, I think it's something worth noting and talking about. And this movie i would say just you know maybe we're all in agreement just from my take but i'll open up the floor but i think a lot of the representation uh especially within jaime's family unit was spot on like that the whole family dynamic was perfect yeah because it makes sense uh usually when people the people that complain about representation is that maybe sometimes it could feel forced for but at least in this character's case and the version of this character that they're doing that's the source material he's of latin descent so you make the movie with a latin character and he would most likely have a latin family so it's not yeah. like oh they just, like they just decided it. to make a latin latin kid it's like no that's the character so they're actually being faithful to the source material and so like yeah. i don't think anybody would complain about that i mean I, I don't think so and it it makes complete sense why they would why they would be a latin family a latin character living in a latin community it's like that's, it was like, that's a, what it it was is. like a latin community like outside the city like right, that's something yeah. that, that felt hella relatable right and i think this is kind of a, a testament because they filmed it in different locations mm-hmm. one of them being in puerto rico a lot of the so a lot of the the houses i forget the name of their neighborhood um it's like something something edge or like water edge i thought it was like edge water like edge key or something yeah edge <laughs> key yeah it's like I, I, they, they live out in edge oh, key okay. and it's like you know kind of like where the, all the immigrant families or whatever just you know are kind of making you know getting by though the way the houses were built are just like the houses in puerto rico and then i'm looking through like oh yeah because they filmed in puerto rico like this is awesome and then they filmed also some scenes in miami as well they used miami oh, city for sure stages. i saw one part i'm like that's pretty cool that's, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I know exactly where that is dude like, when he's when the, the the suit's going through the whole flight test uh-huh. i'm like oh he yeah. flew through brickle this yeah. is yeah. funny and like even some of just the skyline and the 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 somewhere like the island or like the the it's like the, the topography that water ends up the to bridge. the water the yeah. bridge i was like yo that's also brickle like uh-huh. but then they put other futuristic buildings in which there which is too. cool it made it like its own thing mm-hmm. um its own it's city like kind of like metropolis or gotham yeah like it's, we, like, it's like miami in 20 yeah years. it's basically palmyra city if uh, palmyra city is miami if it <laughs> in were DC in a dc universe however but you saw there were mountains in the back so it's obviously because it's more texas because yeah. so, there's you know mountainous even though most of texas is flat but like hey like because going crossing border in Mexico and stuff, you, you have more hill, more hillish, terrain, more terrain. Stuff, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Definitely cool city. But yeah, it was a cool way to like, a, a sort of like an amalgam of like, okay, coastal city. So you have different Latin cultures and then you have, you know, but, you know, primarily centering on this uh, family. Mm-hmm. Um, the Jaime's grandmother watching novelas is totally spot on. <laughs> yep. Like it wasn't even like a caricature. It's just like, oh, she's just like doing whatever. She's sewing and she's like, damn, where's the power? And then she grabs the sewing machine back. <laughs> I was like, dude, that's, that's the stuff. She got like a battery powered light and like turned it back on. That was <laughs> that, that was just it was too good. I was like, oh man, that was my favorite thing. Um, 
the fact that you know he went to school and then he went uh you know he went to school like in a pre-law program at gotham at gotham u and then mm-hmm. he came back to kind of you know to seek stuff to help out the yeah. family um his dad you know being like you know really um close with his brother uh rudy uh who's Jaime's uncle and it was funny because he's like the eccentric kind of like oh you know like i got a distrustful of everything but also pretty smart because he's able to build his own stuff the smart conspiracy theorist yeah the smart conspiracy <laughs> theorist like he he was like george lopez like i thought it was going to be just like kind of really goofy but no, he was good the moments when he needed to be really down yeah. to earth and like connect emotionally he did it really well all that all those years on the george lopez show paid off i <laughs> <laughs> mean shark point all girl <laughs> shark point lava girl the uh oh yeah by the way spoilers <laughs> for the movie for the beetle yeah uh yeah the so timing is impeccable spiders. impeccable um yeah i think you know the being having the mom the sister dude that his sister is also really funny um being able to just kind of like yeah like understanding he's like yeah i'm not i'm not going to school because i don't want to like get crazy amounts of debt it's like i can kind of relate to that like, holy crap um but you know her she'd always like kind of like give jaime a hard time but you know it's out of love that was really cool too um but yeah the whole dynamic really gelled especially in like how you have you know it's sort of juxtaposed between um victoria and her niece jenny who's the daughter of ted cord uh the original or like you know the actual superhero blue beetle what was it that rudy said he's like oh he's like he's uh, he's like batman if he had a sense of humor uh, yeah yeah i think so yeah because yeah, he made that. he made like all his gadgets and he had like a belt that was just like a really big version of like the utility belt and you saw the different costumes up there yeah, too it was just like yeah he's like pretty oh, much like him say, like saying like he has more fun like he yeah, had more has, fun making his stuff he has more fun being a <laughs> yeah. superhero instead of just batman being grim and angry and hey mister you robbed a bank i'm gonna paralyze you forever um let me see yeah and like the whole idea i think it was also really cool having again like with victoria having carapax as like the sort of like her main henchman you got to see more of his background too it's more just like sort of maybe like a i don't want to say a victim of circumstance but more just like you know it really stunk that he had everything to do from just the the trouble stuff going on in central america in the 80s and then being this stone cold hardened killer you know the idea that's the, the two sides of it, just like family is everything or family is a liability and a weakness so um you know this movie definitely hit themes of uh our one of our other favorite franchises but it felt more natural in this one than just uh family, family. yeah family we're family I, mean, I, I was have a corona family. i was wholeheartedly expecting that these little show up Dom's just right. have like a barbecue at the end of the movie and i mean I, they did sort of they had a block party it's different he should have showed up and had like his car bouncing and that would have been awesome <laughs> just driven the charger just oh my fight. god the taco no, sorry i'm, I'm forgetting the, the thing i didn't like about the henchman was that they were like hinting at like he has a story and then they show his story like at seconds. the end of the movie and then you kind of you feel bad for the character and it's like and then it's the end of the character and the end of the movie like Oh, that's kind I of. I feel sucks. like maybe they could have sprinkled it in, right? With like flashes of it, I and then you get the. They like kind, the they kind of did because he had. I think it was that little locket. Yeah, thing but he that had. was also at the last part well, of the movie. In yeah. the locket, the right. locket. I thought maybe okay, it's his wife and kid. But they didn't right. even show it when exactly. he jumps until the end. When he's the end, it's actually his mom. Yeah, so it was like maybe talk about that. 
yeah it was very weird that uh i was like it's cool that they were trying to give him like a deeper story but it's like kind of like too little too late i think if they would have done it more towards the middle it would have made the the conflict between him with the omax suit and jaime with the scarab well, more impactful because it's just like hey we really shouldn't be fighting he's just like no nah, i have no choice dude like i have to i gotta roll it you know roll up because it could tie into other bigger themes of just of being again yeah. that victim of circumstance and just doing what he has to do because as opposed to like hey i actually do have a choice in this because there was a there was a scene um i think maybe just before roughly the middle of the movie where um he walks up to um uh i forget her name susan sarandon's character victoria Corey. victoria um walks with victoria and then you see the thing on his neck and uh-huh. he talks about how like they they found the the the, the scarab or something mm-hmm. um and they go into the separate room so when he kind of like he like kind of gets mad after she tells him like like oh like we're gonna things are gonna be better she's like i just want to yeah. like help fix you or whatever yeah, yeah. it's like i'm gonna make you better i'm gonna they could have shown, like, mm. yeah, they they shown like, like, like like some parts of it like some flashes like, of, like yeah. so throughout the movie they kind of showed more of like yeah. him being like robotic like he had a lot of robotics on him yeah whether it be like a hand or a leg so and it seemed like each time they'd show him you'd see like another part of him that was more robotic but so it like, gets more and more yeah and so like and the guy he does he does a good job i feel like if like you said uh if throughout the movie each time they showed him and like and we, whatever he was reacting to yeah to, he he has like a flash of something yeah and then maybe that's what would make him uh do a smirk or 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 like get mad at something so, so it's like yeah. so that uh, throughout the movie you see like these five little mini flashbacks mm-hmm. and then by the end you see like the whole thing and you're like damn and i would have like tragic yeah backstory and then and, and then, then like then you, turn. you feel more for him throughout the like, movie, right, but hey, like you, know what? you, you have, have like up. a minute to feel bad for this guy and then it's like the end of the movie you're like wow this is weird <laughs> that was like yeah. i yeah. think like I'm you're this. like i get it but hey we could have done a better edit that's yeah. how i felt like yeah. i still yeah it landed but it could have done been way more effective yeah. done throughout the, the movie i agree yeah, because um, yeah, it wasn't just his like hand or arm. Like I think he had like a robotic leg. He had they, like because like, well, they show at the end that he like, ends up well, when he's older, he ends up like, stepping on a landmine. So I'm assuming he probably yeah, blew up both his legs or at least one. Well, of his I think it's part of the flashback. Um, I think he had like no limbs. Yeah, so he just became Darth Vader, and they <laughs> gave him all these metal limbs. He almost became RoboCop. Yeah, almost, but he still had a torso. Um, but yeah, it just seemed like. Uh, a shame that they couldn't mix it in but yeah the bad guys in this movie aren't done very well at least for me yeah because uh, I, I i do feel like uh like as much as i like susan sarandon in a lot of stuff i her character yeah it, she didn't she didn't fit the villain role no like i'm saying like she's too like either like nice like either goofy grandma or like mother <laughs> paternal motherly figure in my mind that's why yeah. i'm just like oh and she's just here being a straight-up villain it's like this is this is hard like she's got to like she didn't like the only like, like the, the thing we decided kind of villain kind of thing is like oh one we found the scarab and then it was like okay also uh these kids use my bathroom fire them like, I was like okay like she's just she, she's just she's being a mean this, rich she, lady yeah she's just being this mean rich lady like she's not getting to a point where just like because like there are certain points i don't know how you guys felt this but like with her character she's talking about how like she ended up taking over the company uh-huh. even though it should have gone to like Cause she's it was she's older than Ted Cord, yeah, yeah. So like it should have gone to her, but instead it went to Ted, and she, that you know she held a grudge. Wow. Part of me is just like okay, like I get where she's coming from. Is like yeah. okay, so she's like maybe yeah, maybe it's like a, a sexism type thing, or and she was just 
hold yeah. that, held that grudge More for that, all, yeah. whatever so how many she years. takes over the company is like I'm yeah. gonna run it my way because it's my you know my turn to do this and so I was like okay cool but I think uh yeah like getting a little more of that I think we could have done we it, the, the that stuff would could have landed us uh, I think significantly better yeah um, like it was just like her line reading her acting wasn't very good and the thing is we know she's a good actress yeah. so it's yeah. like they kind of could have just like put anybody in that role because with the way that that it was done so yeah it felt like yeah. she was just maybe missed, miscast in it maybe save the budget there no i'm kidding uh, yeah, you could have maybe she asked for five decent, i wonder who else would have money. Money. or who else it could have been, it could been anyone man it was like just to kind of see like like who it was a very who, bare bones bad guy character it could have been <laughs> Alice, no it could have uh, been like Alice in yeah. no anyway it could have been it really could have kind of cookie cutter yeah yeah but um i thought also did a, a surprisingly good job was um was there bruna uh marquezine uh as i don't know if it's marquezine or marquezine like probably marquezine any, is it an, an, it's, it's an, no there's no an, 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 it's okay. marquezine i'm gonna go with that we don't do interviews so no one's here to correct us <laughs> actually you know, I have well, her on the phone. Actually, <laughs> wow, this is this is incredible. Hi, we butchered your name. I'm so sorry. Um, no, but um, yeah, uh, her is Jenny Cord. Like that was interesting. That the kind of idea, just like how her her mom is Brazilian, her dad's American, and then you know, they had the old like you know Ted Cord estate. I was like, oh, it's like the Wayne Manor, but you know, with a little with the more old flavor. School, with uh, a, tech. Yes, with the old school tech with the but also like the old school architecture at the same yeah. time like near the city is like man this is it's like no one figured out that this guy was blue beetle <laughs> like even rudy's like oh my god tech core is blue beetle that makes sense now <laughs> like that that was really goofy and fun but uh yeah like i think it was cool because she's the kind of like entry point for jaime to end up getting the the scare of it because she saw him kind of like you know sort of like hey stand up but also like you know, he seems like he's trying to do the right things. Like, hey, I'm yeah. gonna give you, a, I'm gonna get you a job, kid, because she's the philanthropist of the family. Um, and then uh, drama ensues. Well, she gave it to him in a big belly burger. Big belly burger. <laughs> I was looking for that too. Just like big belly burger. And then you have a, uh, <laughs> you have um, Harvey Guillen's character like with the burger. I'm just like big belly wave. But where's the box? I can see if he catches it. He's like, oh no, oh no, oh no. And like that was that was fun. Like. Uh, to see it and like still connect because there's always Big Belly Burger in every DC universe. Yeah. That's the one constant. In the, C, in the CW, it was, it was uh, they always grab it. They always Big grab Burger. Big Belly Burger. It was even in the Flash movie too. Yeah. Um, I think they they, they yeah. flew by in Shazam. Like it's it's everywhere. Like if you can't make a DC movie without a Big Belly Burger. It's kind of like the Pizza Planet of <laughs> DC. Yeah. Correct. You can't have a you can't have that restaurant that going on. But um, in terms of. Uh, now moving into the actual Blue Beetle, what do you guys think of his suit and powers? Um, live action. The the suit looks great in live action. The suit the suit looks really great. Um, I liked. I, I kind of I, I kind of wanted more weapon imagination, but I get it. It's like hey, let's especially since he's going for like the non lethal mode. Like he went for a lot of like the blaster and the, yeah. the sonic stuff, which you got yeah. in the show in like Young Justice and even a little bit in um, in Injustice the game. Like there's even a little bit of that too. Uh, in yeah. the in the trailer, I feel like they kind of pushed a lot of the um, like oh you could I could create whatever you imagine, mm -hmm. 
But then in the movie, they the kind of really movie. didn't. Yeah, it's not the end of the movie. Like yeah, that line was movie. literally at the end of the movie. Like, yeah, he uh, had essentially the majority of the movie of him still out. trying to figure things yeah. out and, and then, still trying to be like, I don't want to hurt people. He had the blasters so, for a little bit, yeah, like the sonic never, wave thing. They never died until the very end. Yeah. And then, but I thought the suit was cool. And it looked very good, much yeah, better than really the Flash's good. costume. For sure. The CGI looked good, and even when he had his helmet off, it looked like with it a was third of him, the it budget. Looked like it was the actor in an actual suit yeah. with his helmet off. And so, therefore, his head actually, looked I'm, attached. I'm sure there were some points around here where yeah. it's like actual costume yeah, and sure yeah, the rest is like but, but like, it like didn't look like his head was detached from his body like in the flash the flash it always yeah. looked like it was ezra miller's face Floating. and then cgi everything body underneath him it was it was strange yeah, um, yeah so like, it's that whole well the suit is practical yeah, the whole cow, the whole cowl and everything. Like when you have the actual helmet on, it looks dope. Like that. No, was like cool. so he's showing me a picture right now. So like the scenes when it's when he doesn't solo, have the, like the actor with yeah. with the helmet off. Oh yeah, like that's a full on costume. Yeah, like it's a full like, on. It's not even. See, so I'm sure yeah. the only CGI is like the lights and the movement of yeah, and the then arms towards and the end where like half the mask is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that would be that too. Which I always like when like when masks are broken or half like. You yeah. know, smashed that take Spider Man or yeah. Darth Vader, Spider Man, yeah. uh, like old Iron Man movies when they like half the, the the suits ripped off or the the helmets ripped off or anything like that. Yeah. Typical third act. Uh, yeah, third suit. act. Oh man, it's all damaged. Um, yeah, the flight cool. to space was good. fun. The fire. He's like, he's like, well, I'm flying. Like he like he does the, oh, I'm flying. Like you know, I'm up here like Superman. Well, he had the healing powers too. Um, yeah, I think in the mirror it showed like he had a cut, and, and then it, like, then it healed turned itself. into blue. And then yeah, it, blue, and then nanotech. I don't know. Well, when, when he first puts on this, or when he gets the suit, when the scarab put on, him. yeah, face hugs um, him. <laughs> like that was a cool sequence. Like it, was it wasn't just like scary. Oh, like, yeah, he was legitimately like freaking out. And the family's like, oh my god! Like instead of like what's freaking Marvel out? with like just like the nano texture yeah. stuff on every like, superhero yeah because this one was pretty interesting and then like in the middle of it they're like where did it go and he's like i think it's inside me <laughs> and then george lopez is like it's in your cooler <laughs> that was yeah. that was funny it went up his ass it's like and then like when they have to explain it to jenny he's like yeah he's like and yeah it went up his ass like it, it didn't go no up. it didn't <laughs> it didn't do that at all but it did and then his back no, I think it went through no, his, his mouth, mouth. Because it went on his face first. Yeah. And just, no, but it crawled on his on, around his body. You see it through his shirt, and then it goes down. <laughs> no, but it was already in his body, going, going like on his. No, but you see it uh, on his shirt, like 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 the impression of the shirt. Because yeah, it, it was in his back. already, and it was, he was still. Remember, because now when he's like all what it's on his back, like just stuck there. Yeah, you know? and it's all like kind of like to connects his spine and his well, spine is bringing out I, I think the order was Let's, on his face watch and, then, and then around his butt. body and then they crawled down his back up his butt that's, that's it just, just watch so this isn't Ant-Man doing gotta, a Thanos kill just gotta, uh, just gotta watch it again yeah that are I just misinterpreted everything that happened in that scene. But yeah, that scene. But is that what happens in the comics? Like, does the scarab really go up his butt? No, it doesn't go up his butt. <laughs> there's no, there's no, no, uh, no. No, we'll just end that. it there. No, definitely not. Um, no, like, yeah, the whole, like, the, the, a lot of the movie is definitely still him, like, jiving with, um, like, Kaji the suit or, like, you know, the actual scarab itself. Because obviously it's sentient, it's alien. So they, mm. we find out more exposition from it, but. Um, you know, the, yeah, the whole thing's its own, like, kind of origin story. Like, it's, like, in, it's, like, separated from this new DC extended universe, but kind of 
can be a part of it if they want it to be. That it's, basically just means if it makes enough money, you can join. It's a, is, it's a drawbridge right now. Like, the movie's a drawbridge and it's open. You, they just got to figure out if they want to. I don't even think that's even true. I think it. if this movie, let's say, like, it didn't, it made more than the 20 million. Like, let's say it made, like, 50 or 60 million this weekend. And it does relatively well. Let's say, overall, it would do 400, 400 yeah. 500, like, max. Not HBO max, just. Um, I still don't think. It's regular max. James is gonna be like, yeah, let's let's uh, make a sequel or put it in the like. I don't think so. I think he's saying these things to get people to watch it, but he ultimately has nothing thing. to do with these movies because he didn't make these movies. Yeah. So he's I just, like to he's see... trying to promote it, but it's like yeah. he already announced that he's creating his whole new universe. So it, it would be although weird. he said this was his first movie in that universe even though what I, even though aquaman he he yeah, said aquaman is not a part what of he's it. saying doesn't make sense but i think what he means is that like yes he wants to use the character, character of the actor yeah maybe the actor hopefully i mean they should yeah this he was great. the best part of the movie yeah. yeah but like even if they didn't let's say like yeah because he he was saying stuff like yeah he's the first character in the new dcu but this isn't the Superman first movie. Is a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's all this. I get it. Confusing. I think it's thing. because they have this like they're referencing Superman. They reference Batman. There's now like you know Easter eggs to Martian Manhunter and and and, and a Green Lantern. Just the fact that the Green Lantern Corps exists, but mm-hmm. yeah, like enough of the, the kind of nerdy stuff. But like yeah, like overall, um, you know, like this an idea of just like that whole. You know, well, they like, mentioned Batman and Superman, it. but they didn't like mention Wonder Woman specifically say like it was like the like mention anything indicating it was like the henry cavill superman yeah or like correct a, it well, could technically be like, in like that, any universe yeah. it, it, it could be open-ended yeah. directly connected to the yeah, ones we just, just watched all we know yeah. is that they, they exist but what i liked too this is another like super like nerd cut easter egg is that they were digging up prometheum which is like one of those like very special metals in the dc universe uh, there's something called like nth metal, eternium that they had in, in uh, Black Adam. Uh, there's also, um, yeah, there's there's a couple others. I think nth metal is the only one I know. Yeah, the mo- normally nth metal is because like the the hawks, but whatever. Yeah. Um, no, there's a whole like there's a whole comic arc that came out a few years back. It was called Dark Knight's Metal, and they talk about all of them. Um, but uh, I think going into it, like into the like kind of like, you know went through the whole synopsis you know he's figuring himself out and everything um any like rundown of our favorite moments like some of the fun stuff that i found exciting i mean we talked about like the stuff that rudy was mentioning and just like oh whatever cool but like some of the other <laughs> references to like some other like latin mexican culture i think were really really funny the waking him up with the vix yeah oh, yes. <laughs> that was hilarious and then also and then what's oh yeah we have about the suit always burns off his clothes uh-huh. yeah Every time, I feel like this is like a typical like superhero type. Uh, yeah, like trope. very almost like Hulk thing style, but it's yeah. just like, hey, I'm but still gonna burn the flash. By, by the end of the movie, did that stop? Like, were the clothes? <laughs> I didn't notice. No, no because the end suit. of the movie is him flying this girl to her house. So when he gets the suit off, he gonna be naked, <laughs> and I think hey, that dude. was intentional. He's gonna he's gonna wear the really goofy like Ted Cord jumpsuit that he had in the middle <laughs> like of the, the movie. The super eighties, the super eighties like you know tracksuit that which was pretty great by the way. I'm gonna stop you there because that that's her dad's suit. It's not awkward. Let's not use our yeah. Well, it's, it's not. It's just not. Well, it's not. It's, well, remember we're talking about just the tracksuit, not the actual like 
Not the blue beetle suits. suits. Okay. Remember okay, when he was making it? She's like, okay, oh, my dad suit. had old my clothes. Dad has yeah. clothes and, and he like came like, out with okay, like... Because you said like, suit. I'm like, oh. Yeah. No, 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 like the, that was after the sweatpants the, thing. That was after the first fight at the Court Industries thing. That's where they broke in with... With uh, Rudy's, uh, he's like, oh, I got this new tech. And then it's basically like... Randomly already it's a, has it ready. It's a jam. Well, no, he has it because... I've been just working on this for a while. He's like, just in case... <laughs> okay. the, just in case, the you know, the family, you know, La Migra comes or anything like that. Like, uh, he had it set, but like to jam all their signals with, with reruns of El Chapulín. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. And it's like Mexico's, uh, you know, little like, you know, superhero as like a funny like gag. Um, that also has connections to uh, another important show in Mexican TV called El Chavo del Ocho, which is an old like weird comedy. It's uh, not weird; it's an old fun comedy. And uh, yeah, like it was funny. You had the guards like, "What the hell is this?" And like the one janitor is like, "Ha ha, Chapulín!" Like, <laughs> like that one, like this, like someone who he's like, "I get it." Um, so yeah, that was after that whole fight, um, which was still pretty cool because he's like, "Oh, I'm getting the hang of this," and then he starts proceeds to get. Uh, Wibbity whooped because of rockets. Molly whopped. Molly whopped, turtle style. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, Beetle the style. the like I talked about the stuff with with grandma. The fact that he uh, he met Jenny Cord and she's like, oh, come over here and we'll give you a job. And then they're like, they started making like, oh, he's gonna be like Mariana del Barrio, but except in reverse she is like, oh, you're Mariana del Barrio, <laughs> and she's the rich white person. <laughs> And then what's funny is I think the I think the grandma then starts is watching Maria del Barrio. Uh, I think later on, like a little bit later on, because she also like she also references like another thing, and then the the daughter's like, oh, but it's also like this. Oh, she's like, yeah, it's even better. Yeah, <laughs> and like yeah, and it's funny because even the dad and like the whole family are kind of like like ribbing him they're, on it. They're on it together. Yeah. yeah. Or the uh, like oh man, can we talk about okay? This is another thing that I, I like that that kind of like hit me in the in the bit of the nostalgia like when flying to or from somewhere and you have a lot of family like back in the day like um when i'd fly to puerto rico a lot and like once you'd leave like the main concourse like most of my you have family waiting outside and like oh my god hey what's up and so like when jaime came back to palmera city like from the airport mm-hmm. his like whole family They're was there, there waiting for him like mm-hmm. that was totally like a legit real thing and that was that was like partly because hey they're celebrating his, his graduation but also like that's just like something yeah. you do or like when he's going for the interview and they all drive him there uh-huh. they're all like, waiting in the truck <laughs> like they're new they're, they're honking they're, just like, they're oh. like that was that's that's almost that's too real like ever seeing the trailer like i was cheesy but then like in the in the span of them in the context of the it, movie, yeah it was works like, this, this works this is really cool and then they're like they're in rudy's like old school like taco <laughs> and of course his horn has to be la cucaracha of course it always is <laughs> of course they, they always have to do <laughs> always wasn't that also a machete it, it's, it's i think everywhere. it's like every mexican thing <laughs> yeah. it's, it's there but but the grandma nana though her with the her her secret past history her secret violence past. yeah her, yeah, her <laughs> revolutionary past. random like I, I did things before. You don't know me. I was like, okay. Well, yeah, it's whatever. Like, yeah, you don't know, man. She's yeah. like, how, you're holding it perfectly. Yeah, it's like, how <laughs> it's did you... China. Yeah, Jenny grabs it. She's like, wait, how do you know how to do that? She's like, takes on the hair like, oh, okay. <laughs> For me, it was more the, like, how is she holding it? Not like, how do you know how to hold it? It's yeah, like, it's, thing how is she? super heavy. <laughs> yeah, and like, you think it's like older tech, so like, maybe it's not that, you know, maybe lightweight. lightweight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I don't sure. know. It's older tech. Um, and then you had like the 
I don't know. The, well, well the real quick, because later on, because when she's using to kill yeah. people, she's like, she screams something in Spanish. Yeah. Something about like, like, the, like down with the imperialists. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah that's what it was. Down that's with the imperialists, which is. That was hilarious. Like she, she had a flashback. She's like, okay, I'm back. Sorry. Like, <laughs> like she's all smiling. She had a moment. <laughs> she's like, all serious. Yeah, she had a moment. Um, but I remember the, the name for it, but it's like the, the Beetle vehicle. Oh yeah, flying. It looks just like the ship. the night owl, right? Kind of sort of, yeah. except this one has from, legs. Some watchmen. Yeah, this has legs. That was that was, was actually fun. It was, yeah. it was cool. Like, yeah, like, it was I, like a tank slash like plane. Yeah, that was the whole thing where whatever. he had to after Hyman had to go fin- fight, uh, like try to protect his family from the the mercenaries that that Cord Industries had. Like it was the whole thing where like you know his dad had that other heart attack and he's so like. The whole family is like going from two shocks. Like one, you know, the the fa- uh, their father, you know, and, and you know, son, brother, father, um, husband is just just passed away. Like it's passed away, and then their their son that's going through all this crazy stuff just got kidnapped by an evil corporation. So they're just like, no, we have to go save him and save him and save him. And, um, it was it, it's a, a cool thing that's how they just like went into like, no, we got to protect family mode instead of just like freaking out because i remember even the daughter was like oh my god i know he's like no no no, we got to we got to go say hi like, like, what do you mean like no we got to figure it out the grandma was like oh right now is not the time to cry exactly and kind yeah, of like, get it like, all nah. together that and was- then towards the end like once everything was done they're like okay now we cry and like hug together yeah and- now let's grieve i was like that that's yeah. that was dope that was like, nice um, yeah and uh, the scenes with his dad they were all great like yeah. the one-on-one like dad to son scenes. Oh, where he's being. Uh, I think they were talking like, like in the in the backyard or something. Yeah, yeah, he's just yeah hanging that, out that was that, and then later on after. Oh, that too. Yeah. The event. Yeah, <laughs> the not the show, the event. No, no, no. But yeah, yeah. like the, he's kind of like talking to him, so speaking to subconsciously, or it's the afterlife. I don't know. I couldn't tell. But that was the, like the same time where he had to like finally like connect with the scarab. The scarab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and kind of be like, hey, we got to figure this out, and then that's when you know he is awakened. But yeah, that those scenes were really powerful between him and, and his, behind me and his dad. Um, Definitely the family moments. Were yeah, the, all the, the family top, moments were top, top tier. Um, even the sister was uh, um, pretty like funny as well, but you know also had some of the emotional yeah. moments. When he, times when he finally like woke up or like when he finally like got up and like okay hey I gotta save my family and then like hey the suit's powered on again he can go nuts. Yeah. Um, I forgot the name of the Cypress Hill song that they were playing, but that was that was a good touch. I was like, damn, I haven't heard Cypress Hill in a hot minute. And uh, they, yeah, I, I almost feel like um, they were itching to use a Cypress Hill track. Like, Angel Mano Soto was like, I need Cypress Hill in this sequence. And that was like the sequence where he's just like whooping on these dudes. Like, there's one guy who double died. Like, he got like, he got like picked up and then like launched into a wall. And then I think like the wall collapsed on him. Oh, like, jeez. Like, the, yeah, people died for him not wanting to kill people. Yeah, <laughs> they for sure died. But uh, the, gram- the grandma killed people. Like, yeah. <laughs> they, I guess hey, his family didn't hey, care about killing hey, people. But they were energy weapons. But no, the people who definitely died was the guy who got stepped on. And like, oh, Lopez. By the, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah there were like three like, people that got yeah, stepped on. Rudy's like, Lopez. Oh my god! Like, I stepped <laughs> who really on. Really died was Doctor Sanchez. Oh, my oh gosh. man. Oh, yeah, he got got. That was so he got got like, like Carapax. It's like brutal. Nonsense. That was that was a fatality right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, it was. We ripped the spine out too. 
I, I did I did like a, like a lot of the fight choreography. I think was was entertaining at least. Yeah. I remember hearing them like, yeah, some of our inspiration came actually from Injustice Two, and I could actually see some of it. Like, like some, some of those um, like sequences like, or comments. yeah, like some of the like the like I think there was there's one kick. I was like, oh, that's actually that one string from the game. Yeah, like um, there's also and obviously the energy weapons are like from the show, from the comics, and from the uh, and even from the game too. And uh, I think. Uh, the the fact that they just they they whipped out a um a buster sword that was just like yeah i need a buster i need a i need a final fantasy buster sword in this, in this movie um that that was also pretty damn exciting i was like you know, watching i was like i don't think anyone else gets this here in this theater but why not me that's pretty good um oh he's, man he's too young to play final fantasy or Seven. maybe he maybe he played the remake yeah. and he's like oh i get it um oh man we gotta talk about danny i know you and i nerded out about this we gotta talk about the score the score is really good. Yeah, really cool synth wave. Yeah, man. If you're gonna if you're gonna give me synth wave, like yes, like I'm down for synth wave. Especially since the city was very like neon, like yeah. you know, like you can kind of like if it's sort of, futuristic, you know, futuristic vibes. but eighties Miami kind of vibe. So like if yeah. you're gonna you know do a little you know some synth, you can again you throw in like you know some old Selena and like you throw in like really good staple like actual like r- real recorded music and then you have like this cool like synth wave vibe especially since it's this whole like techno organic thing going on um i forgot who did the score but um it was um bobby as bobby bobby click which is interesting is like they credited him as bobby uh click but it it's Stage name is the Hacks and Cloak. I was like, oh, that's definitely that sounds that sounds like a synth wave or a dark wave artist. I've been I've kind of gone down the synth wave rabbit hole for the past few months, and like that definitely sounds like a synth wavy dude, like someone like who's into synth wave. Like, uh, well, it fit really good in this uh, movie for sure. So I, I really like that. Yeah, like all the neon. Yeah, it fits all the, the cool neon colors. And so some of the other movies he's done is uh, Midsummer. He did Midsommar? The music yeah. for Midsommar? And then uh, Bo is Afraid. Oh, okay. So he's doing basically uh, Ari Aster Never stuff. Never saw it, but... He's a... <laughs> Ari... <laughs> I guess he's Ari Aster's boy. Why not? That's that's weird. I didn't know that. I honestly... I honestly didn't know. He did do the game Returnal, which is pretty cool. Um, yo, that's out of hand. Oh, he also did the music for Beef. Oh, like that's the right. The show music beef. for the show Beef. That's uh, surprising. And um, Snowpiercer. The show or the, the movie? show or the movie? Yeah. Um, the, show, the show. show. Yeah. yeah. You know, I never saw Bo is Afraid. I kind of wanted to watch it. It just seemed Me really either. weird. I wanted to watch it. That didn't see Midsummer either. That one's that's trippy. Like it's like worth a watch just for trippy. Even though I again I don't like horror, but like it's horror in daylight. <laughs> yeah, because it's up there in in midsummer. There's no. There's, there's I've been needing to check that one out, but yeah. oh, it's like one of those like it's a midsummer like festival, like a, yeah, midnight sun kind of thing. Yeah, or but uh, hey, we're now it's a cult now. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's now a cult. Um, oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the the bus splitting scene. Man, that kid's so lucky he didn't cut anybody. Yeah. Yeah, like. I remember seeing that. I was just like, you know what? That bus probably needed to get cut. Like that looked like an old ass bus. Clean cut down the middle. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh my god, and like the the, the whole this it was okay. Can we, uh, one thing about the suit is the eyes were hella expressive. Yeah, yeah. it was kind of yeah. like a Deadpool CGI type expression. Yeah, like that was really cool to see like that going on. 
Um, I kind of wanted to see him more flying. I guess like more like control flight. But well, we like, got that at the end. I guess the final fight. I guess, but in the beginning, you see him like go up to space and like you know. Yeah, and all he's this like stuff, in and space. Then he just nothing. Falls. Yeah, and then hey, we're gonna fall, and I was like, why would you do that? That's a terrible test. They were testing. <laughs> it's a terrible. Because it was also test. testing. Like it was also changing. I guess like the the pressure of the suit yeah. so that he wouldn't get. Like, get got in space yeah. if he decides to go to space because the suit can help you to go in space now that you learned yeah that one car got got that he landed on oh man <laughs> that when the guys the like, orange guess, one, they're like yeah it's working now yeah because they ate some edibles or something i was like i don't know man is it working and then yeah, he fell on he's like oh my and then you saw the one super ultra rich like miami looking guy is like oh my car he's like yeah get wrecked buddy you probably are renting that it's not even your real car scrub no i'm kidding um <laughs> yeah um but yeah like overall um i found it enjoyable like um i don't know like you know give, given you know like some of like it's you know for a first outing it's just it's it's cool i definitely want to see more could have been better i think yeah, yeah. but uh could have been a whole lot worse i definitely want to see um the character uh, again at some point maybe mixed up with some other dc heroes but booster gold sorry it's just you know <laughs> They maybe he could make his way in, maybe to a TV show, or one of the shows that they're doing. Justice. A live action Young Justice? Could, but he's already, you know, like, in his early 20s. And then we also had the, uh, before we get into our, like, final rating, uh, we had the post credit scene. Yeah, you know, I, that's weird. I don't know if, it, the thing I was trying to figure out when I was watching it, I don't know what you guys thought. I'll, go, I'll let you guys go first, and I'll kind of give you my take on it. What, the father being alive? Yeah. yeah. but like, I, I kind of called that he was going to be alive my thing was just like is he in the computer or is it just like a message like because i think like it was a message, message and yeah. he's, he's somewhere, somewhere else yeah, like, like off planet or something. yeah that's that's the, the prevailing theory that he's off planet but that was my thing i was like i can't tell like is he in the computer is like zoolander uh, are the files are in the computer and he's birthed the computer but no i guess like the computer like turned on he's stuck yeah. in uh he's stuck, stuck in, in the game. game gosh he's there forever maybe he has got a cool beard like uh um, Jeff Bridges. <laughs> um, or maybe then he becomes the... Like the AI type the, thing. The AI to, to help coincide with the scare? Yeah. Nah. I don't know. That's weird. But that's I, cool. I figure he's probably just somewhere Some, else. And he, if they do a sequel like or something... Maybe he time-traveled with Booster Gold. That's what Ooh, happened. Because Booster be. Gold is basically just a... You know, a kind, of a, kind of a bum. Not a bum, but like a dude who just, you know, stumbles upon a... Uh, a time machine. Um, His powers come from tech. Yeah, it's yeah, because he basically he's like super tech stuff, and then he just goes back in time, and he's like, "Hey, I'm cool." But then it turns out, hey, um, you know, uh, Booster Gold is you know, like, Ted Cord. Why are you so cool? Like they just become like best friends forever. Like they're BFFs, even though this one dude's not from this timeline or like from this time period. Um, so yeah, um, and I think it's, so it's cool, like, especially to tease that because it'd be nice to see like the dynamic of just, especially with like a hey, you um, have the thing that the first Blue Beetle had. Now you have it here. Uh, he could probably call him Jamie, like non ironically, or like just trying like, oh, I'm sorry, Hyman. But like, you know, then seeing like he's dating his daughter, and that could be a fun little like, oh, what's going on here? But then also, you know. I don't know. I think Danny, you broke this story with like, the idea of like not break it, but like you broke it to us about like the idea of like who they wanted cast as Ted Cord. 
Yeah, you got uh, Jason Sudeikis. Could you? Yeah, I could, Ted Lasso. Ted Cord. Ted Lasso. <laughs> Ted, Ted Cord Lasso. Like imagine, like that would be pretty cool. That'd be that a would. really cool spin to have. Like, just like you know, like you could tell, like it's somebody superhero, but like sense of humor. Imagine Jason Sudeikis having to get in a shape. But shake. I think they they showed somewhere like Maybe not. Um, exactly. They showed a picture of like the dad somewhere. It and was it's a like, painting. Like, or his painting. Yeah, yeah and it was that's like the a way they got it off. Sketch. It's like it was yeah. a sketch that her mom was was had yeah, uh, that, that Jenny's mom had, had done. It's like oh my mom loved painting and everything. So it's like that was a cool way to go. Like hey, we're gonna have a general Kinda depiction like, of yeah. what Ted Cord looks like without casting him, making him look like someone. So Jason Sudeikis, you're up. And then, um, since you mentioned Booster Gold, um, that's one of the projects James Gunn announced in January yeah. as being a show coming up. So, yeah, no, maybe that old as tie an in actual or... show. Like that's nuts. Yeah, like, maybe that's where his whole like, oh yes, Blue Beetle will be part of this. If anything, maybe just a point, cameo. Yeah, but that's like, what I think. Like that's what I thought could happen. Like possible. Oh, yeah, it can. He's gotta. He just gotta believe. It can happen. Yeah. I just feel like we need to get the, like the DC stuff like, in sorted out and more once cleared the, out. But I feel like strike, once Aquaman goes away, and once the strike gets handled, then yeah, we'll be yeah. in a better spot. Once Aquaman finishes its run, which that's going to be another hot mess after the Flash. Which you know the the, the big tragedy of all that is Black Manta. <laughs> I'm gonna keep. I'll keep saying. Um, the thing is, I'm sure he's in the movie a lot. He is, but so. it's not enough. Unless that got cut. They had a whole thing <laughs> where they were like, "Yo, we, we were gonna have a whole like secret project. We're calling it the Trench and blah blah blah." Because like that was like that weird thing or like those weird creatures that he had to like. Which that was pretty through. cool. Yeah. No, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna have this movie. It's gonna be. You know, we're gonna deal with the Trench." Yeah. And they that was like. Them. Yeah, they canceled. They're like, surprise! It wasn't about the Trench. It was a Black Manta movie. I was like, get the. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, that was our code name because we were trying to keep it like hush hush for how a Black Manta movie and just like, mm -hmm. dude, so mad. So what do you think of of them having James Gunn do his whole announcement at the beginning of the year? I feel like it was very odd timing because now we're three of the four movies in and they've and all they've all yeah they, they probably should have waited until this coming january right yeah why not? All these after why not? like they yeah. all they all come out why not just wait a year after you hire him for him yeah. to say hey in, in a year or say or two, we're working on it yeah you know, this, we're doing is, this. this is what we're working on yeah. and this is going to be the new slate i don't know why they did that at they the could have, this year they could have had them already say like hey like already like oh we're casting for this project we're casting for and then have the okay cool you know we we've we've like there have been like castings for these things. Here's the big picture now. So you could have like done like a Superman legacy. You could have done a or know, maybe the after stuff. the Flash at least. No, not, not even. Either. No, like like no. to Anthony's point is like leave it there. Like just like, let let's let, let's say like you know how they talk about okay like um we're you know we cast uh these these people as uh these two actors as Lois Lane and Clark Kent and so it's like okay cool we did that that's fine like. They could say, oh, cool, wow, they're doing another Superman movie. That's kind of out of hand. But he could have announced that. On its own. In January. Yeah. Like the like, following January. He, yeah. like he, They he didn't could, have to announce that a month or however long ago it was. Like, it's just, just it's very it on its own. And just have him, like, doing, basically, you're saying is just to have him have done everything in the background. And then in January, we actually were working on this surprise. We knew these people. Yeah. Problem is, the word would have gotten around, like, all oh, these people got cast there already is a rumor. And, like, they're not I, confirming I it. I think they may have wanted to do, like, a big splash at Comic-Con this year. 
and then that and then show like hey we're working on these things and these are this is your new superman and lois lane and there was no none of the studios went to comic-con nothing yeah so it might have screwed up a bunch of their plans but even still they i think they should have just announced hey we they are james gunn gonna be the new dc head of dc and stay tuned for news in the future and then like be quiet for a year and then right after aquaman comes out hey this is what we're gonna do it just seemed because then now we have all the confusion with gal gadot and wonder woman we have the even with this movie weird reasoning as to why cavill isn't still superman um, what was that reason again? He, oh, I think he just said, "Oh, he's too old," and he was looking for a younger they were, Superman. Oh, yeah, they want a younger but, but like the yeah. guy that they hired looks very much like him. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But he's younger. He's yeah, younger. he's just a younger Henry Cavill. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, I mean, okay, um, but yeah, it's just it's strange that they picked the beginning of this year to do that like i don't know it's like they yeah, shot themselves yeah, in the foot when, this when dude was born yeah him. david cornsweat was is born in 93 Oof. so he's yeah he's young in the 90s yeah. he's born in the 90s so i'm like oh it hurts my um, back my back i mean like we have uh, this talk here like i just I, I feel bad having it's just you can't talk about blue beetle without having to talk about the whole crazy thing yeah. that they're doing right now with because um, how many dc movies came out or came out or are coming out was it four for this year yeah four, four for this year but four. they announced him like right after black adam came out they announced that he's yeah. gonna be the new boss him and peter saffron well, yeah, what like, i'm like saying is october um, november yeah. of last year and then he's he made brown. the announcement right away in january yeah and then when did black adam come out again like october, october okay it was last year, year. Okay. Yeah. Oh, last year man it's been almost a year jeez yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah. oh my god but what was the first dc movie that Came out this year. Shazam. 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 Because of just the, the quality, but maybe not as much. But but not as much exactly. Like really because of the announcements, like people are like, okay, then like like we've been saying, uh, fans are gonna just forget about these movies. They might go and watch it just because they want to go and watch them. Mm-hmm. But they think, okay, what's the point if they're just going to reset everything after I mean, this year? Like, I know that's not probably that's not the whole reason why, like the why they're they've been flops. But I'm sure it is a part of a reason. There are people that probably think that way. That it's like, oh, it's not connected to anything. Why am I going to watch it? Yeah, that's the same mentality. I mean, you shouldn't go into a movie like that. But yeah. I, I'm well certain that there are a lot of people that think that because that I, was the same mentality of like the whole of. Um, Oh man, I was just thinking about of like uh you know oh um like when Disney was releasing you know a lot of stuff only on Disney Plus and then you have Lightyear coming out in theaters like wow I'll just wait yeah. to watch it on Disney Plus because right. I've been conditioned to do so. But the counter to that is like, but at the end of the day, all three of these movies have just been okay, yeah. at least in my opinion. Yeah. The Batman came out last year and that was and it was a good movie yeah. and it made like seven hundred million a, a lot and it, had, and it had nothing to do with Anything any else. of the other dc movies so. it, is it is it gonna be like elseworlds yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he said that he's gonna have um a couple projects he's gonna have that yeah, batman, batman joker continue. um yeah it's, 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 separate own, thing. it's its own and the same with the joker joker yeah. 2 is its own thing so it's like it, it doesn't have to be connected for it to make money 
if it's good, people will say it's yeah. good, and, and then they'll they make can, money. They can probably connect them with like multiverse stuff if they wanted to, but that's if they if want they to. If they want to, but but, but that'll make it, them more confusing because then we'll have like two Batman, yeah, potentially. Well, we have and probably probably like a couple of at this year. This year, there's. Between last, last year and this year, year oh there's like three. You had four, but two <laughs> of them have been flashed. Affleck in one movie, yeah. and then you had Pattinson. Technically, game. Clooney. Yeah, for like that's for like that's ten three, seconds. and then Pattinson. That's four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and what's funny is that now, I'm pretty sure one in the next couple years. In one of these, what do you call it? The like quarterly callings. Zaslav was saying like, "Oh, we don't want to have." four different Batman running around. It's like, well, you're but doing it. You just did you're it. Doing you're doing actually it. doing it. <laughs> you actually did it. You did the thing you didn't want to do. Well, because one thing I wanted to mention too is that I think also a big part of the reason why a lot of this uh, hasn't been doing so great is just because ever since the the, the beginning of like the Snyderverse stuff, mm-hmm. the movies have been for the most part like mediocre. So mediocre. People, people have been not in, as interested because it's like, oh yeah, the movie's not that great. The next one might not be that great either. Yeah, Some will go and watch it, but most people are going to think that and then they're not going to watch it. As with the contrast with Marvel, for those 10 years, it was like banger after banger after banger. People would want to go and watch them and then each movie makes more and more money. Well, I don't know from the beginning (laughs) it feels like that, but... It it was a slow start. I think after after Avengers 1, then it was like... It was with Avengers 1. I think after Avengers 1, then everyone was like, okay, we're on board and we're going to like watch every one of these movies. Even though Iron Man... Was a great way to start right, off. but people and didn't know like Iron Man wasn't Iron a billion Man. dollar movie, but it was a good movie, and so yeah. people are like, "Oh, let's yeah. watch this next one." Well, and even with like some of the DC uh, stuff, like before the like say Man of Steel, where this like DCEU started, you had Green Lantern, and that was like, Oof. yeah, that was awful. <laughs> then they like reset it again. <laughs> You know, and I mean, they had the Nolan trilogy, which had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, then you also had Superman Returns. Yeah, yeah, like those one offs. Yeah, one off like Superman Returns. Yes, with our um, what's his name, Brandon Ruth. Brandon Ruth, but uh, so yeah, DC has been struggling. People are people are complaining like, oh, why are you rebooting? It's like such great because characters. you have ten years yeah. of these movies, and there's probably only been like four good ones. Yeah, and the other one ones have been made a billion. Yeah. The other ones have been pretty good to like okay, okay, pretty yeah. good to okay to like average. Huh? Yeah, average, yeah. average. It, it's, it's been a weird roller coaster. So it's like, like I really like Man of Steel. Uh, I like parts of Batman v Superman. The extended version is much better. Yes. I didn't really like the original Justice Justice League. League. The Snyder Cut is much better. Yeah. The only one to cross a billion long. dollars is Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. Random. <laughs> Power. Hey, the you only know one to cost a billion dollars in the box office was Aquaman. What, what, no what do I have to say? Yeah. What do I have, what have, no. Not even Wonder Woman. You would think a movie that has that's called Batman and Superman versus Superman would have would be billion they, dollars. They they expected for the movie to make three billion. Right. That thing is, it should have. No, it could have. It could have. But I Or no, no, maybe. I mean, I'm thinking of Justice League. Actually, Justice League was no. the one that they yeah, were, wanted to make. So billion. realistically, it, it should have been a billion. Okay, no, 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 right. Should have been like a two, maybe a one and a half, two billion dollars. Just gonna settle it before we we give the final uh, takes. Going back to Blue Beetle really quickly. Sorry. But um, <laughs> the reason why Aquaman made a billion dollars because Black Manta, obviously. <laughs> Sure is because of Jason Momoa and 
and Black Manta. Weren't like, there underwater? He had the laser eyes. Weren't there underwater creatures playing the drums like while they were going to battle? Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. That's I don't even reason. know how that works, but it was cool as hell. That's well, another. yeah, those sequences were cool. The fight sequences were yeah. cool. The Blue underwater, but also that movie. Yeah. I feel like the movie was okay. It was whatever. But Black Manta's fight scene was <laughs> so Dude, cool. The helmet, the helmet, <laughs> and actually shot the laser, and then he had like the harpoons. Like, yo, he's godlike. Anyway, I just hope um, that James Gunn can you know, correct, can course correct here with. Well, that's yeah, any chance idea. Aquaman two hits a billion? No, no, I don't think so. No, no it, it, I, I don't think it'll even make a hundred million. I'm hoping. I'm hoping in the end, bringing it back to Blue Beetle, like at least like. Again, like Anthony said before, word of mouth helps it out a little bit because it's 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 fun, it's entertaining. Yeah. Like, it does it have a, problems? Yeah, like it has, it has your cookie weeks. cutter villain bomb. Like the whole like that was like Iron Man one with Obadiah saying like, okay, cool, yeah, cookie or, cutter or villain. Like the 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 hero fighting against the same suit but opposite, yeah. like Bigger. Iron different Man, color, like Black Panther, like yep. a bunch of Marvel True. movies. Yep. Um. Right. So yeah, it's kind of like. Uh, you know, a little copy and paste of other hero movies, but it's not bad. It's it's definitely it's not a bad. It's fun. just it's it a, has its, it's own okay. unique spin. Yeah. Like, like it has its, its own okay. unique like kind of flavor. I don't want to you know <laughs> has its own you know uniqueness to it in terms of the you know the the, the fact that it's centered on a Latin character. Like that's what really helps it out, honestly. Like, yeah, that's the best that's part the of the movie. Part the best movie, part yeah. of the movie is like is the family aspect. It's not really even. The scarab and him in the suit. That's not even the best part of the movie. The best part of the movie is his family. Him, him and as the man, as as Jaime Reyes and the family. Yeah, like, yeah. it's uh, yeah. Like for that alone, I would say for, for that primarily, it's just like hey, it's worth a watch just to see it. You know, nailed. Uh, sorry, get it done right. Um, but yeah. Uh, final take. Uh, Danny, uh, lead us through this one. Uh, between the three. Uh, between the the three DC movies that came out this year, where, where would we rank Blue Beetle? Uh, for me, it's pretty easy. Uh, it's pretty much in the order. Is it uh, easy? Blue Beetle, best of the three. Then I'd say probably The Flash in the middle, and then Shazam 2 at the bottom. Hmm, interesting. interesting. I would probably it's put not Shazam. Easy. This is, a hard uh, this is actually hard. Well, it's hard. It's hard because they're all like... Kind of like I well, kind of like Shazam <laughs> more than the Flash. To me, the Flash and Shazam two are kind of like two, both together, pretty close. But Blue Beetle is just because because I think what helps yeah. Shazam two and the Flash is a lot of the humor that both movies have. Oh yeah, yeah. the freaking unicorns and Shazam two. That's <laughs> that was great. And, and just taste as the rainbow, taste the rainbow, like, awkward like <laughs> awkwardness, kind of like uh, the yeah, so the characters are really cool. Yeah. Um, are really nice. It's like it's, it's funny. And then uh, having Zachary Levi, uh, I definitely like the first works really Shazam well. movie better than the second. Yeah, but we're talking oh, yeah. about Shazam. I know. These too, are the these are Shazam the isn't, isn't isn't part, part of this of like this. yeah mediocre yeah. It, bunch. It, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that that would be my order: Blue Beetle, this, then this the, the Flash, then Shazam. This too. is the okay bunch. Um, yeah. It is wild. Uh, uh, Anthony, do you still need time? I know you said this is hard. It is hard. It's hard for me, but I think I I got it. I think I got it. Um, Zach, do you want to go or do you want me to? Um, yeah, easy. One, two, three. Uh, Blue Beetle, Shazam, The Flash. But Shazam and, and The Flash are like close. Cool. We're pretty We're pretty similar. Because, I, I mean, they both have like their pros and cons, but I prefer Shazam. Shazam just a little bit better. Definitely the worst one in terms of CGI. The, the Flash. Flash. That's, that's where I'm <laughs> like. Flash. That's where I'm like. Because like, I feel like 
as a movie, like story wise, I would say The Flash is probably the Had better, better story. Of all of them. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. as a whole, I think I wouldn't want. I'd rather like rewatch Blue Beetle more than The Flash, just because yeah. like after yeah, I watched sure. The Flash, yeah. I was like. It was entertaining, but I don't know if I want to watch it again just because it was like yeah. also, offensive. To it was his also eyes. annoying. It was also annoying at parts. Offensive like, uh, to like as eyes. much as I liked Michael Keaton in it, um, it wasn't you know it wasn't all Michael Keaton the whole time. As much as I loved the random Lord of the Rings reference in the Flash, like, <laughs> that was great. That was hilarious, that by was the way. Great. It just fits um, so well. And like <laughs> whoever wrote that in, good on them. But yeah, like to, to like, their point. Like my thing with Blue Beetle was is like yeah, it, it was entertaining. Um, but it, it, to me, it's kind of like it's like a lot of other superhero movies. So it's kind of like not that original, aside from the like I mean, Latin, what's Latin culture of it. What, what's original nowadays? Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like you, you have to try to make. There's it been how many years of good and well done hero movies? Even going yeah. back to the Nolan movies, like Iron Man had to like live up to how good the Nolan movies were, and then. All the early DC movies had to live up to that, so it's like yeah. we've had a lot Kinda of like I, Iron Man yeah. came out the same year as Dark Knight. Exactly, so we've, yeah. we've had to, we've had a lot of years, like almost Billionaire fifteen years now, of, <laughs> of seeing what a good superhero movie is, and it's yeah. like I feel like this movie is a very maybe like late nineties movie. Like that's how it felt. Like it has like the eighty soundtrack, yeah, 80s soundtrack with the like late nineties vibe, and so like if I this movie came out like ninety nine. I would probably be like, dude, this movie is awesome. And it would probably be one of my favorite hero movies because at that point, not many good ones had come out. Yeah. And this one, sense. this one would have been great. But because we've had all these years of these the best ones well the, done movies. The best one of the late 90s, Blade. There, there you go. I'll say that right now. I don't think you two have ever seen that movie. No. That movie's awesome. That movie came out at like it was ahead of its time that was like, yeah that was like what 98 98 i, I think, think so uh it was but that's why that's yeah, why for me this list like, okay. is tough because i feel like it's like shazam 2 the same thing it was entertaining there were parts i liked about it but it's kind of like uh, it was okay and bad, the first yeah. one was better yeah the flash was like the villain in part one of shazam makes more sense like it, it was definitely there's more of a connection to that than the villains in part yeah. two so it's like with all these movies they all had elements yeah. that it's i dropping. enjoyed and they were similarly entertaining but I don't know how often I would rewatch any of these. That's where I'm coming at. Um, True. Yeah. Because I, I, like, like, I feel like I wouldn't watch it, most of these. Blue Beetle, I'll probably watch one or a couple more times because I'm sure I'm going to see it at least one more time in theaters. Yeah. But um, but the thing is, I don't think I would mind seeing Blue Beetle again versus like, I kind of don't feel yeah, like watching ones. The Flash. I could have easily just watched The Flash on HBO Max. Cause it's on there now. I haven't gone back to see it again. Oh, it's not on there yet. The oh no, but it will is coming. Be. I saw that. On it's, it's not on there yet. But yeah, yeah like yeah. even if it was, I probably wouldn't have gone back and watched it. I probably would have rather seen Man of Steel again because that movie's great. Yeah, it just but, is uh, coming soon. Okay, so yeah, I guess I would say Blue Beetle, Flash, Shazam two. Um, but it's to me these are it's weird. It's like the year of the okay DC movies. The weird if they were all great and they all still flopped, then that, that's every then year. it would have been strange. Damn, Zach, it would have been Zach and him with it. That's the, the year every year. <laughs> Damn, the year Damn. every year. All right, uh, so, yeah, so we'll see. Pretty sad. When you think I think. About uh, it. I think mine. Now, in retrospect, I'm thinking about it. I think I'm, I'm in line with Danny in the sense that I would put it's like it's Blue Beetle, Shazam, and then Flash, but like. And that's surprising because it is, seemed like you guys liked the Flash more than I. Yeah, did. I liked I liked uh, the Flash was 
like there were, again there are a lot of like the when when the flash gets right i think it does it the best out of what all of the these other two movies when they get right they do it right but mm-hmm. it has so much else going against it that it's just like damn mm-hmm. like yeah it kind of holds it back whereas you know like again like thinking of of and also there's so many of these weird callbacks and everything else in the flash that i think really hurts it whereas blue beetle again can be its own standalone thing if you know you know the a lot of like the extra dc lore good for you you'll be rewarded but it's not essential to Mm -hmm. yeah it's not like you don't even know what prometheum is like what i did i was like ah that's cool i did that but like um bringing in like old school omac i was like damn like they're bringing that jack kirby stuff but and then like with shazam like the Again, like the 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 main thing that um, that Blue Beetle and Shazam had that the Flash didn't was family <laughs> and better CGI <laughs> and better CGI, <laughs> but also, also family. So let's just put Flash that last. Yeah, okay. but it's weird because Flash is probably like like I said, better story it's and best, better and it's story. the best acted. There were yeah, some Ezra characters. Miller had really good acting. There and Michael Keaton acted really well. There's some characters in Sam too that were like, ah. And then even in Blue Beetle, it's like not everyone's that great in the acting. Susan Sarandon, like I said, yeah, she it could have been anybody. They just kind of like she just read her lines and they're like, good for you. That's the same thing with Lucy Liu's <laughs> character in, yes. in Shazam Dude, too. She was just like reading off stuff and she was on some mechanical bull, which was supposed to be the that dragon, because it looked really bad the moments that she just like. On top of the dragon screaming at the screen, I was like, "Man, that yeah. does not look good." Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's weird. And yeah. like I mentioned before, like it's it sucks because DC has such great characters, characters and stories yeah. that it shouldn't be this hard for them to make yeah. like, great movies. Be, they have good comics, and even a lot of their animated movies are a lot well of their done. animated yeah, movies they're well done. That, that's where they're that's not, where all they're better. not all of like, them, but there's some of them that are really well done. With, with having like like good characterization or good adaptations of the character yeah. in the animated. They usually so. get somebody's like, hey, I'm really passionate about the character. Can I write it? Oh, cool. We'll do it low stakes animation, and then animation comes like, hey, this is godlike. How did <laughs> this happen? Oh, it's because you got somebody who made a pitch and said, hey. Um, I know. I think I know what I can do with the character. This is what my background is, and I like it. Cool. Because a, a lot of the animated movies throughout, like the late twenty ten or like the late sorry late two thousands into like the mid twenty tens up until like Flashpoint, were like a lot of them were great. Even the Flashpoint, well, even, Flashpoint, 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 even yeah. Flashpoint itself. Yeah, Flashpoint like, itself. That's not saying that everybody involved in Blue Beetle like didn't love the or respect the character. They obviously no, did. Sure. Yeah, they, yeah, they absolutely they, they, did. Like you can see a lot of the. You can tell that they. Yeah, yeah. you can tell one hundred percent. So. You know, it's cool that we got through this final, you know, that kind of fun rating. That was fun. This is a fun little exercise. Um, and now we're just we'll waiting we'll wait for Aquaman. Aquaman. We'll to wait for Aquaman. Aquaman. So we have our I'm just 20, curious as to where DC. that's going to fit in. I wonder how many people won't watch it just because of An- Amber Heard. That too. Oh, that's curious. right. Because they, they, didn't they fire her and then brought her back? No, they didn't or, 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 or no, they never reshot. They reduced her role. So they probably like, cut her. Too, yeah, so. she's probably in it for five minutes and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like flashback. Arthur, you must go here. Or she gets killed. Well, remember in the Flash, at the end of the Flash, we see Barry with uh, Aquaman in a different yep, universe. That's another confusing know, thing. Man. So then where, what is happening with this movie? Okay, but that's it. We're back to the, the movie that resets yeah. things. Like, what did you reset? I don't reset. know. Exactly. Everything and nothing. <laughs> like, who, what did yeah. you reset except for Batman? <laughs> except for Batman. Twice. Right? Twice. <laughs> yeah. Well, Very weird. speaking of uh, resetting. Watch the too. <laughs> re- speaking of resetting and exercising, uh, 
I can't wait for next next time uh, because uh, next week's episode is gonna you know we're gonna have to take it into a higher gear. Oh. You're gonna have to find your racetrack lines, and you're gonna have David Harbor yell at you the whole time because we're gonna be talking about Gran Turismo. Yeah, um, I cannot wait for this episode. This is actually gonna be a fun, uh, unique one, uh, especially since uh, these two young kids here have their racing backgrounds. Even though Zach never is all about the Forza and not the Gran Turismo, I, I just. Forza just the cars drive better. I don't sure. know what it is. Well, you'll get to talk about that next. Uh, they more call it the real they, they, they call it the real <laughs> racing simulator. It's I I prefer Forza. I'm sorry. Well, have you driven that car on the track to compare? No, you haven't, because you're a scrub. <laughs> so we'll talk more about how you're a scrub <laughs> and how. Question is, likes, have you though? <laughs> we'll get to talk. Wendy. We'll get to uh, you know our our deep dive in uh, the driver's seat in Gran Turismo for next time. So that will be fun. And we'll be watching it in 4DX. Ooh. 4DX before before the back. Review it. <laughs> rumble, rumble, rumble. Hopefully, you know I don't fly out of my seat with car crashes. This will be fun. It's well, gonna have, the seats are going to come with seatbelts. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. Get right. <laughs> It, with har- a full-on harness, no, they're gonna outfit when, with when borrow seats. When they're in the the track while it's raining, are we gonna get like splashed? Oh <laughs> man, Anthony, you're gonna get smashed. Great, <laughs> can't wait. So uh, tune in next time for our uh, Gran Turismo impressions and our special 40x uh, experience rundown. Uh, we can't wait for you all to experience that. But before you go, if you're listening to on to us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, uh, thank you for tuning in. And if you have not done so already, please go ahead and like and subscribe to us on YouTube, Instagram, the platform formerly known as Twitter, also X. And obviously, if you have Instagram, you've got uh, threads. So we're on there uh, with our uh, movie polls so we can uh, do our community interactions and continue the fun. So uh, once again, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And please uh, grab your popcorn for next time. <laughs>